The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Storybrooke. Welcome to Storybrooke Weekly Mirror, the unofficial Once Upon a Time internet radio show exclusively on poppychuloradio.com. Poppychulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Tuesday, March 29th, 2016, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Once Upon a Time. Later on in the broadcast, get ready for a spoiler alert as we bring you the hit ABC series' casting scoops, spoilers, and ratings. Please welcome my co-host. First up, all she wanted was a little lovin', but she got the wrong twin. It's our special guest co-host, Brittany. Wow, that, that is all true. Hi guys, thanks for having me again. Next up, she ripped out the storybook pages because of a dirty, devious deal. There's a lot of D's right there. Triple D's, it's Ashley Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I just got that. Oh my and she just got that. And she got more than she bargained for with the eye of the storm. It's Priscilla. Yeah, I'm the one that gets that money. Fuck yes. <laughs> that is true. A quick shout out to Katie and to Ava, who will be back next week. We are going to save them later on tonight from Hades' prison, and uh, they'll be back next week to tell us about their adventures and encounters in the underworld. But right now, let's jump into our recap of episode 515, which was titled The Brothers Jones and aired March 27th, 2016. Here's the official synopsis of the episode. Finally reunited, Hook and Emma must find a way to defeat Hades so that they can return to Storybrooke with Snow, David, Regina, Robin, Henry, and Gold. A surprise visit from Hook's departed brother Liam just might provide the lead they were looking for. Others who have tried to overthrow Hades spoke of a book that contained the key to his downfall. Tired of watching from the sidelines, Henry secretly takes matters into his own hands while the others search for the book. Meanwhile, Hades redoubles his efforts to trap the heroes in the underworld by playing them against one another. In flashbacks, the bond between the two young Jones brothers is tested and strengthened on a merchant ship heading into a dangerous storm. So, let's get everyone's initial reaction to the episode The Brothers Jones, and we'll start off with Ash. Oh my god! I loved it! I loved it so much! It was everything. I love your vocal fry! <laughs> it, was ev- it was almost everything that I could have expected from this episode. I just wish 
my lone little my one little quip is that I wish there was a little bit more Emma and Liam interaction. But other than that, I think it was absolutely perfect. I think it was an entirely necessary episode. There was so much development in this episode for the characters, and it's here to keep the story flowing. I just think Liam is one of my favorite characters, and having him back again and having him um, cross over and see all that happen and deal with him and Killian and Emma's relationships together was perfect. Priscilla, what's your initial reaction to the episode? Holy shit, it's so much different than Ash's. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Oh my god. I was so, like, this whole episode, I was so pissed off. Like, you you know, like, if you caught, like, my reaction last um, part of the season, I was very upset at Hook, and I was just kind of like, he's going to need to prove himself. And... So far, I was just kind of like, he's getting better. He's getting better. I, I, I'm starting to like Hook again. And this episode, holy shit, I'm so mad at him. I wanted to throttle him. Good lord, it sucked. At, at the very least, the angry emo Henry parts weren't as bad as they usually are. And Cruella's always like a delicious thing to have. So yay. Good stuff. Brittany, what was your initial reaction? Did you want to throttle Hook? Yes. Oh my but gosh. Like- but, like, in the good way. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't care if him and Emma are having some angst. Like, he's just always sexy. Like, no matter what he's... Angry hook, sexy. Sad hook is sexy. Aggressive hook, sexy. Like, Drunk hook? Sexy. Drunk hook is sexy. You know, like, picking up wives at the tavern, sexy. Like, I, everything. But, um... This episode was really, really great. Like, I honestly... So far, season uh, or or five, well, I can't think of it, right? We're season five. Season five B. This whole entire arc has been awesome. Like it's been really, really good, and I feel like all the episodes have been necessary. Like everyone is gonna find their closure with somebody who's dead that they've loved, and uh, this was really great. We had some, um, uh, wow, I can't think of it. Captain Swan angst, which was like eating me up alive, and like Priscilla, finally we agree. Fuck Liam. Hate this guy. There's nothing yes. worse. Nothing Nothing pisses me off more than when people tell me what I want or what I should be or if I'm not good enough. Like, fuck you. Like, I, I, I hate that. Like, I've had people in real life tell me, like, oh, man, you two should be together. I'm like, excuse me? Don't fucking tell me who I need to be with or if I'm not good enough, you know? So I did not like Liam, although he did, you know was better at the end but really good episode and uh maybe unpopular opinion i am so fucking interested in henry's arc i really want to see where they're gonna take him because he has like there's a lot of options for him and i'm so excited to see where he's gonna go maybe a romance with corolla i mean love has no bounds oh my god i love how you're justifying (laughs) it Just kidding. That's really weird. Oh my Anyone gosh. make a ship name? Someone make a ship name now. <laughs> Henry Rilla. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Cruel Henry. Rape. Yeah, no. That, that her, maybe if her eyebrows were better, I don't think it'd be that creepy. But any, but no. But cool. I am definitely interested in Henry and his arc. They're finally... Cruel Henry. Something again. Oh, God. Cruel Operation. He's like the writer, right? The author, author, cruel author, author. cruel. Oh, okay. 
Arthurella, yes. Arthurella, Arthurella. Don't oh, come to me for ship names, guys. I'm really bad. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm interested in Henry. I'm glad they're giving him something again because I was like, the, the the ensemble caster is like too much. So I'm like, what is everyone gonna do? And I'm excited for Henry. All right. I think I've fallen in the middle of everybody. I enjoyed aspects of the episode. I did not enjoy some aspects of the episode. I think uh, Priscilla and I will agree on some of the aspects that we didn't like. But it, it was still an interesting episode. I mean, I like episodes where there's a lot of, uh, like, character development and like you know putting the cards out on the table and i felt that they did in this episode they did it in a weird way that i didn't necessarily like because i feel like they kind of ruined a character by doing so they like ruined a character to improve a character which always sucks in shows i think Mm -hmm. so we'll get into that and so much more in just a second but before we jump into our thorough recap, here are a few reminders on how you can interact with the show via social media. So how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash storybookweeklymirror. You can also follow the station on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Poppy Chulo Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychuloradio.com. We would love to answer your questions. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chulo Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychuloradio.com. You can binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chulo Radio programs by visiting poppychuloradio.com slash archives. And of course, you can find us through iTunes, search for Storybook Weekly Mirror, and hit the subscribe button. So let's get into the recap and a little shout out to the opening title sequence where we see the Jewel of the Realm ship in the red tinted forest. So let's start off with flashbacks as we always do. Very early on in the years of the Enchanted Forest we see a grown-up Liam and Killian, they're still under servitude after their father had sold them into slavery, basically, as they're made to clean the ship that they're on. They're under the um, observance, I guess, of Captain Long John Silver. We've got Liam hoping that he and Killian can basically pay for their freedom and uh, they want to join the Navy. But once They've saved up enough money, and they're ready to go. Killian, who is a bit of uh, a drinking problem, ends up uh, drinking and gambling his money away. And uh, even though Liam has the choice to be free, he's not going to leave his brother's side. So they stay under the uh, servitude of Captain Long John Silver. Let's pause here for a second. Let's talk about the sort of uh, the start of the flashback with a grown-up Liam and Killian. What did we think? And what do we think also of the introduction of the famed... Uh, well, he's he's a pirate, supposedly, but he's not a pirate on Once Upon a Time. Long John Silver. <laughs> Long John Silver was, was an asshole. Holy shit. Like... I don't know, like, there is some Disney movie where someone's cleaning and, like, they fuck shit up again. Like, clean this shit up. Like, oh, God, it's such a Disney thing to do, like, 
awful person thing to do. Brittany, clean laugh. this shit up. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I noticed but... you. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, like, this... A freaking... You can see where... Where... Killian Jones is about is going to become Hook at some point because he's like a drunken sot and he's freaking how should I put this like just a layabout and really like sub prone to fighting people like fight me like at the very beginning I'm just like God I love you <laughs> yes I, I I am here for this I'm here for you being like dumb as shit like and I felt kind of bad for Liam like all this all, all the time like he was trying to save his brother I was just kind of like just go just leave he's not gonna help himself just like but no he stays he's a good brother obviously unlike I am but I'm an only child so that excuses me but does it really now let me stop <laughs> any other thoughts on uh, Liam and Killian still um, you know Serving uh, the ship of uh, Captain Long John Silver and uh, the introduction of uh, Captain Silver. All, all I know is when I heard his name, I got hungry because of Long John Silver, the restaurants uh, or the fast food places. Does anyone know Long John? No? Yes, it I is. Was, <laughs> I, I, I can't eat there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, God, that name. And then I also thought of the character from the Muppet Treasure Island movie. Um, That's the guy. Yeah, but, but that was Tim Curry, and he's hilarious. Correct, yeah. So, you know, but this guy was just an asshole, obviously. Um, and I guess when it comes to the Brothers Jones, like, I, I do like my bromance. I like the bro TPs. I like the brother stuff. But God, after being a fan of the Vampire Diaries, I was like, please don't give me the whole bad brother, good brother, you know, thing. And don't do not do that. But that's definitely what I kind of saw. Um with Liam and uh, and Hook. You know, Hook being the bad brother, the troublemaker, and the older brother has to save him. Very, very cliche trope type of thing, but it was still entertaining. I like it. This is before he's Captain Hook. He's still Killian Jones here, so I, I enjoyed it. Just like Priscilla, I, I like mm -hmm. him being a little troublemaker. So, I like I liked what they, what they showed, and Liam being a good big brother, I guess. I guess I don't know what that's like because my sister was mean to me. <laughs> Do you see? Yes, we have excuses. Okay, she, she wasn't like cruel, but she did like to scare me a lot, like with stuff like that. Other than that, we got along quite well, but she was pretty oh, mean gosh. to me when I was <laughs> So I was like, oh, maybe that's why I'm a little salty because I didn't have somebody to look out for me like that. But so far, so good. Yes, I, to, I to definitely loved it. To put this into context with uh, the previous flashbacks that we've seen of Liam and Killian together, this happens uh, before, we don't know how long before, but before they have their Neverland journey, because they were already in the Navy by that time. So this mm -hmm. sort of answers the question, or this uh, flashback will answer the question as to how they got into uh, the Royal Navy. Right, and we've never seen this era of Killian and Liam's life before they were in the Navy and mm -hmm. after they were abandoned. So I swear, every time you guys say in the Navy, I think of in the Navy. <laughs> we okay. want you as a new recruit. <laughs> I like it too. Cause I the, think of the, the Muppet version. Oh my God. Um, I, I like the, the flashbacks too. Again, they've been really great this season. And with this, it, it didn't seem random. 
It seemed right. It made sense. And I did want to see why Killian put his brother on a pedestal. And uh, we were seeing a glimpse of that in the flash in the first flashback of the episode, so... Very good points. So several days later, under the ruse of them going on some sort of grain mission type of thing, we have the ship heading, it appears to be quite in, like literally into the eye of a storm. And we find out that the reason why is because Captain Silver is wanting to basically, you know, get his hands on this long sought after treasure that many people have tried to get which is actually called the the blue diamond that the old lady threw away in the titanic basically and it's (laughs) called and it's actually called the eye of the storm it's it's rose's diamond and uh you know liam is like you know we can't go into this you know this it's it's a hurricane you know we can't head right directly into the hurricane and uh liam does a mutiny and he does it successfully and he does it to protect the crew and so uh, all those that were on captain Silver's side are tied up and uh, everyone else is now taken hold of the ship so he goes down into uh, captain silver's office to like plot a new route to avoid the storm but while he's doing that hades appears and uh, he appears to give liam some advice he reveals himself as to who he is he's a god the lord of the underworld and he offers liam a deal in exchange for liam and killian's survival as well as uh, you know, a, a, a future life of his desire, Hades wants to take the souls of the men on the ship. So basically, Liam has to go into the eye of the storm. And Hades offers him the eye of the storm. Because once uh, there's, a, there's a king that's offering all these riches and whatnot, if someone can bring uh, him the actual jewel the eye of the storm so after having that temptation liam does give in and he makes the deal with hades he lies to killian and uh, he takes the ship directly into the hurricane so everyone in the crew is killed but the brothers are spared because um, hades sort of said you know in what he calls the overworld, he doesn't have that much power, but with the little magic that de- that he does have, that he can use uh, in uh, the land that's not the underworld, he will use that magic to spare the brothers. So, the brothers are later found alive by the Royal Navy. Liam shows them the treasure. He's declared a hero because, uh, you know, he concocts a story that uh, he found the jewel after he had like saved his brother and you know they they did a little jack and rose thing from titanic and laid on a plank or something or a piece of wood and uh, they are immediately given positions on the royal navy and the ship is uh, the jewel of the realm which is which ends up being the jolly roger did anyone not notice that no i noticed it and i was like Oh, like he's like she's a pretty ship. What's her name? That was just kind of like, yep. That that that's love at first sight. Yes. So the flashback was pretty simple, 
But it did have an interesting twist with Liam being tempted by Hades. What do we think of this? What a fucker. <laughs> okay, that I'm too. I'm sorry, like, like you've probably been with these people for, like, your whole life. You've been stuck on that boat forever. So you know these sailors. You know their names. You know their, like, everything about them. And you're willing to sacrifice them all for, like, for selfish reasons, knowing that, that you've already mutinied against this captain. So all you have to do is just kind of, like, toss him out the boat. And yay, you have a boat all of your own. You're captaining something, like, right, that right now. And all you're losing is one asshole as opposed to, like, everybody on the boat. Like, ah, uh, it, it made me mad. Selfish as fuck. Now I know where Captain Hook gets it from. Ooh. Well, the damn. Shade. Okay, the devil's shade. advocate. Um, I don't think there was any guarantee that Liam could have gotten them out of that storm. Looking back and rewatching that scene a couple of times. Well, maybe like, he, if he would have turned a candle on. Well, no, I'm, not, I'm just being a, a little shit. Hey, captain Hook is a hell of a captain, which means his, he must have but, gotten it from somebody. After he was in the Navy? <laughs> I think it was more, I think Liam made that decision more to guarantee that the two of them would make it out alive, because Liam didn't look like he had any idea what he was doing. Aww. And for the jewel. So, I don't know, I don't really hate Liam for that scene. I think it was done, it was a terrible thing to do for n not exactly the right reasons, but not the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. But he did kill all those people. Yeah, like again, I will always like go back to that Brooklyn Nine Nine, a quote, cool story, still still murder. Like, yeah, hashtag like, accurate. You you just and, and didn't you see that look in his eyes when he saw when he's like, I'll make the the deal sweeter. Like, I'll give you this like blue crystal looking thingy and, and he's just like oh, so I can get what I want I can be a captain and I can save my brother fuck all these guys get him what I want like which usually okay usually I'm I'm, re I'm really okay with like villains and again like it, but own up to it don't be sanctimonious holier than thou like I, I'm a good person I tried my best and that is exactly what he did and I hate seeing that in characters like my least favorite thing. Mm -mm. Brittany, where do you fall on this? Are you Team Priscilla, where you hate on Liam, or are you Team Ash, where you are a Liam apologist? Well, I already didn't like Liam Excuse in the present. You. But uh, I'm just going by what you said, Ash. <laughs> I mean, you're being tempted by Hades. He's pretty charming, and I guess yeah, you want to go with him. You want to, like, agree with him? That way he doesn't do anything to you? I don't know if he can. I don't think he can interfere, right? He can just be, like, a dealer, but he can't really Yeah, correct. Interfere. He said that he couldn't harm him. He was like, you can't harm me, and I can't harm you. Yeah, like, that's how... Okay, so... So this guy probably just can't think quick on his feet, so he just went with the worst route ever. But I think what it was... What, what they were trying to do was just tell us that... Not everyone's perfect because we literally see him in the flashbacks, you know, trying to save his brother and, you know, freedom and everything. And then here he's tempted and he takes it like it's a flaw. 
that he's not he isn't perfect so i i thought it was okay i don't think his uh his decision was good he's pretty freaking stupid but i don't know it well i think okay what were his selfish reasons first of all for for doing it was it just so him and his brother could survive and have all the glory that was and he wanted to be in the navy yeah, okay. he really wanted to be in the Navy, and if he mutinied, like, he'd never be able to go there, because he'd have a mm-hmm. really bad reputation. Okay, so... Okay, that was selfish. Yeah, everything was selfish. I can't... I, I don't think I can... Okay. I can't find any, like, good thing to do that, except for the fact that, you know, he did it, and him and his brother are alive. Like, he still made sure his brother was safe, even if though it was selfish reasons, so... I mean, I can't get mad at Liam when we still have Killian Jones because of him. <laughs> oh my. You know me, man. I'm a Killian Jones trash. Like, sexy. sexy. You're a hooker. I am a hooker. You're a dirty hooker. <laughs> I'm a hooker. Thank you, Senpai. You're welcome. <laughs> I noticed you. Gosh, we're so stupid. But it's good. <laughs> okay. It was nice seeing the flashback. It was nice getting a glimpse at pre-Navy, post-child Killian Jones and Liam Jones. But this is where I had a little bit of a problem, because like they've always built up Liam as this hero. Oh, you know, he's my big brother. He's fantastic. You know, let me shine his shoes and like, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Like, he's just amazing. And he wasn't, and it just disappointed me. And uh, there are aspects that we'll be discussing about this same thing in the present day. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, you know, it just felt like they kind of tried to ruin a character to build up another character. And it's even more evident in the present day, which we'll be discussing in a little bit. But I was just like, really? Like, he's supposed to be such a good character. And he was tempted, and he killed all these people, you know, for his brother, basically, and so that he can join the Navy. Did you ever have, like, a a role model as a kid that you thought was fantastic, and then you grew up and you realized, like, wait, they did a lot of terrible stuff. And they weren't as great as you thought. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we know how to pick good role models yay high five high five not even like four for you well for uh, me like priscilla four never for you. realized like with your parents like they weren't like as perfect as you thought they were like they had mistakes that they had made too i think it's because they didn't set that they, they didn't set themselves up on this like platform of i've done good things all this time like I'm you're like, a hero that shit like when My brother's people, a hero. When you see people with flaws, even if like like if, even if they have flaws, if they have overall good characteristics, you accept them. And with Liam, he never showed that, so you didn't get, like again. God damn it! I don't want to get like too far into this episode, but that's where Hook says like you set the bar up so high, I, like I couldn't do anything but fail. You don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's get into all of that and so much more by uh, joining everyone else in the present day. And uh, we start off 
the episode in the underworld forest. We've got Cruella still driving horribly, even in the underworld, and Henry searching for the quill that could uh, save both Cruella and Emma. And Henry doesn't know what he's looking for, but she's like, you know, you're attached to the pen. You know, you'll know what it is when you see it. And so he sees this glimmer of light in the forest, and he goes and searches. Cruella's right behind him. She's like, this is a forest, and it smells like forest, and it smells like this, and like, you go ahead, boy. And so he ends up running into the apprentice, the soul of the apprentice in the underworld, and he's there because of Henry. Henry is his unfinished business. Henry has to make the right choice, and he's like, you know, I understand what Cruella's wanting you to do, but you can't do it. You know, it's not right. And he's like, and Henry's like, so it is true that I can bring people back to life? And he's like, well, the rules are different, you know, in the world of the living than it is down here. Down here, there's different powers. So you couldn't have done it there, but you can do it here. But that's neither here nor there. You shouldn't do it anyway. And so he fills him in that the quill is uh, in the sorcerer's mansion and that he's going to need a key. But the sheriff, a.k.a. Charming's twin brother, James, uh, stole the key from uh, the sorcerer and he has it. And so he once again tells Henry, you know, you can only use the quill to record events. And if he makes the right choice, the apprentice can finally move on what do we think of this little scene with Corella, henry and the apprentice i'm not saying that the fur that that henry was sitting on was sesame street's elmo fur but i'm not saying it's not oh gosh. i just have to get that out of there like those those fucking chairs were, were beautiful and i love Corella for just being like I don't know. She she took the burn that Regina said for like he smells like forest and somewhat made it worse. Like, oh, I love Cruella, and I I kind of feel sorry for the apprentice that he's been waiting for Henry to come here because he kind of knew, and he needs Henry to to accept his position as the author to be able to move on, and he has faith in him that he'll do the right thing. It's beautiful. Like I I, I like this scene a lot. Yeah, it was really good, and Krill looked spectacular. She was like perfect Krill Deville. Well, <laughs> poor Krill with the eyebrows, but she looked fantastic with like the, the skinny like leather jeans and like the big giant coat. It was perfect Krill. I can agree to that. She she's actually she's like Priscilla was saying she's a delight to see in this show. She's refreshing. Because she's evil just because she wants to be evil. She's conniving just because she was born that way. Like, that's who she is. And that's why I think we're taking a liking to Hades as well. Because he's kind of the same way. Except he's a god. Or, yeah, no, he's a god. So, or no, not a god, right? He's just, uh... Hades is a god. Mm -hmm. He's a god, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so, I, like I was saying earlier in my initial reaction... I am liking this arc with Henry, and I did. I thought it was actually quite brilliant that they made Corella tie in with this. That she was the one who brought it up because she's like, "I want to come back." Um, and if she comes back, that'd be really great. Like, I find it weird how much I love Corella, but I detest Zelina. Like, it's really, it's it's really no, actually, no. It's pretty. It's quite simple. But um, oh my gosh! But Henry and Corella, like, they're they're really funny. They're, they're I love how he's just in the car with her, like. 
every well i mean he's not a child anymore he's a teenager you know they're trying to they keep telling us that throughout the episode you know um so they don't have to watch where he's going he's old enough to make his own decisions um so I just love him and Corella like back and forth, and she's really not gonna hurt him. She's not gonna do anything to him. She, I don't think she can kill him anyway. So it's I'm liking it. And the the little when they were in the car and he saw like the flash of light, I was like, oh, they're they're already gonna find it. I was like, damn, that was that was easy. But no, it was just the old the old guy, the apprentice. Um, oh my gosh, the old guy. I forgot. I I couldn't think of the word apprentice. Geppetto. Oh, old guy. Yeah, that guy. Wait, no, that's not him. That's apprentice. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Oh I'm, I'm gullible, but um, and he's just telling Henry basically that whatever he's gonna do, he shouldn't do it. That you're supposed to write the story as it goes. You don't make it up. Well, that's exactly the opposite of what he's what they decide to do. I think at the end, if I remember correctly, or maybe I took it wrong, but um, I don't, I don't know. I wonder what Henry's gonna do. I'm wondering if this time it's gonna be Henry's fault that something bad happens, or if he really is going to be the hero. And once upon a time, sometimes is a little cliche like that, that they're going to tell you he's going to be a hero and he ends up being a hero. So I'm excited to see where this goes. Or what if Henry's the ultimate villain? Well, that's why he has so much power. I don't, he wants to be a hero. What if he ends up being a villain or... Oh my God, fuck this. Like we already had this with Emma and they fucking failed at it. Like, Well, well, the thing is with, with Henry, what makes it different is he's the one... He's not the savior, but he's the one who brought the savior. He's the one that... Remember, they were like... When they were reading the book, they were like, well, only Henry's good at this. You know, Henry's like the definition of, like, cope and being able to spot that stuff. So if he... Maybe not him going dark, but maybe being enslaved to the darkness or having to work for somebody. Like, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be pretty cool. See what Henry does. Give Henry something else to do. So, I don't know, that's just, it's interesting, but I want to see what they're going to do. I can't predict anything, I'm pretty bad at that. At least on this show. <laughs> I was about to be like, you're you're amazing at, at, at figuring stuff out for Arrow, so if you figured this out... And for out, Supergirl. Yes. <laughs> which are both shows on Poppy Tula Radio that you guys really should, like, watch. They're awesome. Yes. We agree. Of course. So I know, yeah, I do make rather good predictions, but here, I mean, we're just at the beginning, so. But I'm just saying what I would like to happen, which is I want Henry to have something really engaging. Because before, I feel like he brought Emma, and then what? Like, what was he supposed to do? Mm -hmm. And now he's old enough to where they can get him involved. And he's tired of being on the sidelines. And I'm all like, well, tell that to your grandpa because he's on the sidelines too. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Talk about feel the burn. Robin doesn't get shit. Robin, like, I, I was gonna go there. All the guys Robin wasn't shit. even in the freaking loft. Yeah, like all the guys don't do smack. Like they haven't done anything. So you know, it, it's time. It's time. Time for the grandpa to step up, and the grandkid, and then Robin. Like it's time. It's about that time. Speaking of what's going on at this time, we've got Emma and Hook. They're in the Underbrook version of Emma's home, and she heals Hook with magic, and she tries to kiss him, but he turns away. And the reason he turns away is because he blames himself for giving into the darkness. He's like, you know, you were the dark one for all these weeks, and, you know, the worst thing that you were doing was, you know, trying to save everybody. And I was the dark one 
run for like six seconds and I tried to kill everybody. And so their discussion was interrupted by a surprise visitor. There's a knock on the door and it is Killian's brother, Liam. And they learn that he is there in the underworld because he has unfinished business, but he claims that he has no clue what his unfinished business is. But he does drop some knowledge in that there is supposedly a book there in the underworld and the book has information on how to defeat Hades and people have been trying to search for this book but no one can find it. So Emma assumes that this must be the underworld equivalent to the Once Upon a Time storybook that they found in Storybrooke. So this leads everyone to start searching the loft, but they come up empty. Mary Margaret even, well, she's not Mary Margaret anymore, sorry. Snow White even goes and looks where she had found the original Once Upon a Time storybook in Storybrooke. But in the story it, nook. Yes. Looking for story hook. Like, Jesus oh Christ, like, just add shit in there. Yes. But it wasn't there either. So as everyone's still sort of like searching around... Emma, you know, is, is upstairs in the loft, and she's trying to find some stuff and look around, and Liam approaches her, and he basically tells Emma, you're not good enough for my brother. You know, you made him go dark. And uh, Liam is like, you know, are you saving Hook for his sake, or are you saving him for you and he basically is like you know i think you should let him make his own choice and uh, if we defeat hades today you know maybe you should let him move on i think this is like the best place to stop to discuss all of this so let's talk about hook you know moving his head to not kiss emma the reunion between liam and killian and then Liam basically telling Emma that she's not good enough for her, his brother. Okay. Uh, so the first one, which was Emma and Killian meeting up. Thank God someone mentioned what I mentioned, like what I've been thinking that entire time about the last arc, which was she was the dark one and nobody gives her props for not doing like, like, completely terrible things like these are all things that she did for love yes thank you whereas, for not killing us whereas with hook like at the drop of a like at the drop of a hat like he he just went for his i will revenge. kill you all yeah so props to hook for mentioning that and as soon as like liam enters the door i'm like okay Number one, you saying, I don't know why I'm here. Bullshit. You fucking know. Everybody knows. Like, you're fucking lying. And then when this bastard goes up to Emma and says, you're not worth, like, you're, like, you're not good enough for him. I'm like, oh, them's fighting words. I want to punch you in the face. Oh, my God. Like, just fuck you. F fuck off. Fuck all the way off. I hate you. Like, at that very moment was the moment like my patience snapped with that fool and I was like you know what if, if somebody just tips you over and you fall into like the burning river I would not mind that like let's have a Mila off with bye like mm -mm. you do not let's go have a Mila off <laughs> I'm sorry I'm end scene I'm I'm ranting I don't like Liam yeah I gotta say that I did not 
like that conversation between Liam and Emma at all. Because I'm like, dude, you're just now getting to know her. And I understand, and we learned from, I think it was last episode, where, like, the people in Underbrook, like, they know about stuff that goes on in the land of the living. You know, it's like, rumors go around and, and, and that kind of thing. But still, like, you don't know this woman. Like, she has been a hero for the entire area of uh, Storybrooke since the beginning. I mean, she is the savior. She's always trying to save and help people around her. Like, how you can instantly... I don't think you're good enough. Like, I think he might be too good for you. Like, what the hell? Like, you're just, like, meeting her. You, like, know nothing about her personally. I, I didn't like that at all. It was, like, five minutes into meeting her. He's like, okay, you're not good enough go bye-bye, you know, leave my brother and I to move on. He he blamed her for turning bad, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute, bitch. There were oh, 200 gosh. years after you fucking died that he was Captain Hook and killing people. She didn't do that. She wasn't even born. Like, your brother was an asshat before Emma, like, intervened and turned him into a dark one. No. I agree. I think he was being a very overprotective brother. A very self-righteous overprotective brother. Like, remember when Charming and Hook had that conversation on Neverland? Like, you'll never have her. Like, you are never going to be good enough for her. He was a villain then. Okay, and Liam thinks that Emma's a villain. What? Because she was the dark one. Exactly how? Because she was the dark one, and she turned, Ki- she gave Killian the opportunity to be evil by making him a dark one. But you know what? Later on, like Regina says, he's not good enough for you, and she's right. Like he's, he's not. In all honesty, like when you start toting up things, she's he's not. But the thing, of, the beautiful thing about relationships is nobody has to be good enough for anyone. They just are, and it's your like ability to accept that or not and move on like that does things and the fact that Liam was being super judgy and telling this person that he doesn't even know you're not good enough for my brother that's awful that's just awful well I have a lot more to say about Liam but let's continue on with the story because this is going to lead into what I have to say about him so moments later after this discussion uh, between Liam and Emma about uh leaving Hook alone, Henry arrives and he basically suggests that they go look for the story book in the Sorcerer's Mansion, in Underbrook's version of the Sorcerer's Mansion. And, you know, Henry, obviously, he wants to go there anyway because he wants to find uh, the magic quill. And uh, he is like, you know, we need to find the key and that uh, he says that he met with the apprentice at Blindy's and he said that the sheriff has the key. So uh, everyone sort of goes their separate way with um, the grandparents, Snow and Charming, headed off to the sheriff's office to find the key. After they leave, Hades uh, visits Liam at the tavern where Liam works. They share a drink and um, that's where Hades uh, 
lets him know that, uh, much like what Liam said, that Hades has eyes everywhere, that he knows about their plans. So Hades demands that Liam find and rip some specific pages out of the storybook that concern Hades' story. And is like, if you don't do this, then he is going to reveal to Hook the real reason why Liam has unfinished business in the underworld. So basically, Hades blackmails Liam. Now, what I have to say about this is... In the beginning, when Liam had initially confronted Emma and was like, you're not good enough for my brother, this is out of the other. The way that my mind works, I was like, well, maybe Hades sent Liam there, and Liam is saying all this because Hades wants to cause a rift between Emma and Hook, and this is all part of a big master plan. But once we saw this scene... And we see that this is like the first time, I don't know, maybe in a while, that Hades has seen Liam. And he's like, okay, you need to do this. I was like, this fucker, like, just jumped to these conclusions and was like, you're not good enough for Emma on his own accord. So that made me even just, like, dislike him even more after that. Because in the beginning, I thought it was, like, because he was under Hades' influence. Did anyone else sort of like jump to that conclusion in the beginning, or no? Oh, you were giving me? him the benefit benefit of the doubt. Like you were, you were a hell of a lot nicer than I was. I like, was in the beginning until this scene, and then I was like, oh, he's just an overall shit, you know, as a whole. Uh, like again, I I don't like I like people that own up to their evil, which is why Cruella's one of my favorite characters. She just basks in it, but this guy, he doesn't even realize that like what he's doing and how he's tearing up like relationships that have supported his brother too which is, I don't I, I didn't understand the impetus for that like I get he he didn't want he wanted to be be like an inspiration for his brother but all mm -hmm. he did was be his downfall and he hasn't even noticed that bad brother yeah, and that new deal, which I was like, really? Like, haven't you learned from, like, the first deal? And it wasn't even a no. very good deal. It was just kind of like, do it or I'll tell on you. Like, Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, the more I, st I think about it, the more there isn't much to Liam. And it sucks because, like, I go on Tumblr and I go on Reddit and people really like Liam. And... I kind of want to be like, who that? How? Why? You need to explain this to me. Again, it's that same conundrum I have with Mila, where people like this person, and I don't understand why. I don't want to be unnecessarily rude, but it's going to come out of me because I, I have no other idea why. Like, why, why you like these people? Well, I think this character was likable up until this episode. Like, as I mentioned before, like, they ruined a character that was likable to improve another character. To basically improve Hook. Not improve Hook, but, like, to... They ruined Liam to benefit Hook, Maybe in a sense. Maybe it's because I already had, like, kind of a, a feeling that something wasn't... Like, something was off with this guy, like, way back in Neverland, where he scratches himself with a thorn just to prove his brother wrong even though his brother's like worried about him and worried that this person's like that pan's right 
I, I was just kind of like, you think really highly of yourself. But at the time, I'm like, well, you died, so I should feel like sorry for you. In this one, you realize, yes, he does think very highly of himself. He's very self-righteous, and there's nothing to back it up. Interesting. So, like, like I, I get these suspicions. Hook has really shitty people in his backstory. Like, he needs to get someone that I like, like Tinkerbell, someone. Like, I need to have more interactions with cool people. What does everyone else think? Ash, I have a feeling you disagree with Priscilla. Uh, I agree that he. Mm. Tell us what you want, what you really, really want. You didn't say it. Say what you want. I know he didn't, and he didn't do it for a reason, Priscilla. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't have Merida, so once she returns, that'll be all up in this bitch. I'm going to work on the snowing part first, because the Liam part kind of... Because you're trying to figure out a way to justify Liam. Well, I'm trying to put it into words of why I don't hate him after this episode every time that I talk to Priscilla. (laughs) But snowing, when everyone was getting ready to leave for uh, their specific tasks, and Mary Mar- uh, Snow just comes out and says like, Oh yeah, I forgot to punch him in his pretty little mouth for kissing me, and Charming's like, He kissed you? Let's go. Like, let's go fuck this guy up. Like, what did he do to you? We haven't like, had one of these these moments since Whale. Oh, yeah, that was good. I know. Although that's probably Brittany's ultimate sandwich fantasy. What? Yes. What? Oh. Ooh. David and James. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was my first in season one. He was my hunk. There's a meeting in your bedroom. But regarding Liam, this deal that he made with Hades, yes, this was where he was a dick this episode. That where he only wanted Killian to move on so that he wouldn't find out what Liam had did. And he had and he had the gall to call Emma selfish in the last scene that they were together in. Like this is where he went wrong. This is what he did wrong to Killian recently. Okay. But is it weird that like he's like, let my brother move on? And a part of me is like, well, if he moves on, what makes you think he's going to go to heaven? What well, makes, damn. What makes you think after all of the bad things he's done, after the most recent like terrible thing he's done, that he's been completely redeemed? I, I don't know. Why like, do you have to do this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh we're bringing Ash to reality. But no, like the thought of Killian moving on and going to hell, like, like, no, it's my baby. You can't do oh. that. Mm. Pobrecita. Sí, mucho. <laughs> oh gosh, the bilingual version of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror. <laughs> Brought to you by Dos Equis. No, let me stop. <laughs> Brittany, save us. Your thoughts. Um. Well, I don't like Liam, so there you go. I don't. Okay. I just. 
Honestly, I mean, I, I went on a little rant earlier in the initial reaction where I said, I really detest when people tell you if you're worth it or not. Like, no one else can define if you're worth if you're worthy or not. Like, that's on you. You know, so it's just, it doesn't make sense to me that he doesn't know anything about her and he starts telling her shit. And that already just, it, no. And then later on, he he does the, he makes this deal just cause he doesn't want Hook to find out about him. Like, dude, please, we're, none of none of us are without flaws. We all have flaws, and if your brother truly loves you, he's gonna accept you and he's gonna forgive you. You know, so he just he just made all these bad calls. Um, honestly, he pissed me off more than Mila, to be honest, and that's Ooh. weird. So I don't like Mila at least when she was in the underworld, she like changed. Or because mm-hmm. or this yeah, or, yeah. or this is who she is when she's not with Rumple. You know, like there's a difference. Like sometimes when you're with somebody, they can turn you into another person. Not that that justifies what they're doing to you mm-hmm. and how rude she is, but that's why they never worked as a couple. Because together they weren't in love. They weren't anything and she was a different person. But after being in the underworld, she had no hint of that when she met up with uh, yeah. with with Emma. Like she could have been like, really? Like I mean, she did that little like, you dated my son and my father. Like it was just a funny thing. But she wasn't, you know, spiteful of it. She wasn't mean about it. And she helped, and she got a really terrible demise. And mm-hmm. yet this guy he got worse. Failed. Yeah, this this guy did worse, and he's oh yeah, and he's been living there, and he's still an asshole. And he he gets to sail away like for nothing. He gets that to really, sail away. He gets to sail away. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, what? Like that doesn't. I don't like that type of storytelling. That's yeah. like really. That's honestly Game of Thrones storytelling right there. To be honest, I'm not I saying the guy deserved to go to hell, but I mean like. He needed his own red wedding. He needed yeah. some kind of redemption instead of just saying sorry. You know, like it's. It's just bleh. So, you know, I, I, I like just, that. I wow, you made me think. Like that is that is completely like new and fresh information. I like that. Like look at that. Brittany makes us all think. I'm I'm fresh. You are fresh. Very <laughs> fresh. Speaking about being fresh, let's talk about Brittany's favorite scene of the episode. Yes. So we head on into the sheriff's office. Oh yeah. And the jail section of the sheriff's off sheriff's oh, okay. office is like all like with all these medieval torture devices. He is a freak! Oh my god. And- it's getting better as you go along. That is where Graham went. Like fucking Fifty Shades of Grey red room. Those Fifty right Shades there. of Hay. <laughs> so we got Snow and Charming. They find the key only to hear Cruella. And so Snow grabs the key and skedaddles. And Cruella mistakes David for her lover, James, and plants a big kiss on David. Then... You know, David is trying to do his best to, you know, pretend that he's James and Corella's getting all frisky. She's like, what do you want first, the champagne or me? And uh, so finally, like, David's, like, had enough. And he's like, you know, this really turns you on. Like, this is what he does to you. And she's like, oh, you know, couldn't you have just pretended a little bit longer? And he's like, what, you knew? <laughs> And then she's like, well, of course, you know, James has this aura about him. Apparently, James, she has learned, has always resented David for him having a loving family and, uh, you know, always wondering why their birth mother, Ruth, 
selected to keep David and to give James up to the king, you know, as as um, the heir to the throne. He always wondered, like, why did you know his his birth mother, you know, not keep him so that you know David must be the favorite and that kind of thing. What did we think of Corilla uh, and David's interaction, as well as this little truth bomb from Corilla about? James. Best part of the episode. <laughs> I loved it, dude. I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna say I didn't expect it, but damn, I, I love how they had David there, and he was just like, oh, okay. I, I was waiting for Snow to get really pissed off and be like, get off my husband or something, you know. But she didn't do anything. She, I don't know how the hell she stayed there that long. Well, I don't think she stayed there. I'm going to guess that she kind of left. Oh, okay. I thought she, like, hid somewhere behind somewhere and, like, you being know. Being a voyeur? Yeah, being a voyeur. And I'm surprised it didn't, like, you know, set her off to, to go and do something. But, you know, David eventually was like, no, but not after he got some, you know, the corona. Well, he was like, you know, my wife was making out with my twin. I might as well get some uh, cr- <laughs> some cruel action. Like, this, this show is not for kids. Like, that that little scene right there was already, like, a little bit over PG-13. Like, she's, she was grinding on him. Like, that's what she was doing. And, damn, it was just really nice. But also, I love that Corilla already knew it wasn't David either. Like, that was fantastic. He's like, really? You knew it was me? <laughs> but she took advantage anyway. But... Um, it was I good. Think... There was a little nice over the clothing fondulation. Oh yeah, there was there was good stuff going on there. And then she wanted to go with the handcuffs. I was like, yeah, yeah, Corella. I mean, I like your eyebrows, but I like your style. So, um, <laughs> but you know, when she was talking about James, just to like finish with that for me, um, I just think James is a little whiny bitch. Yeah, I don't I know why. I was gonna say those exact words. <laughs> I, I can read you and me, Ashley. Why didn't she pick me? Yeah, like, I was like, if Why you're gonna be mad at someone, be mad at your... me? Yeah, like, get mad at your mom. Like, go go get pissed off at her. Don't get mad at Jane. I Leave mean, Ruth at alone. She's nice. Okay, yeah, she is nice. But if he's gonna be mad at someone, be mad at your mom who made the choice. Like, what the fuck was David gonna do? He was just being a whiny little baby, too, at the time. I mean, you... It's really interesting what people will do when they're angry and they have to place blame on somebody. And the thing is, their mom's not alive anymore, so he's going to switch the blame. And it's not so much to blame him, it's like, you have the life I want, so I hate you for it. You can't really, it's not really blame, it's just, I hate you because you have what I want. Or could never have, or something like that. And I've always hated that when they shift blame to people like that, but, you know. But James is still a fun character, I think. I think we're going to see more of him. Uh, that might be his unfinished business with his, with his, uh, I was about to say with Grandpa Charming. Ah, <laughs> uh, look at it. that. I think that's a pretty good prediction, Brittany. Yeah, I think that's what, uh, yes. I, yeah, I think all our characters have something to do down there. And hopefully Robin does too. Or someone to do. Yeah, some something, because otherwise, I don't know why all seven or eight people are down there when... You know, because everyone has unfinished business there. So I think that might be Charming's and James's as well. I was about to say, like, what the fuck happened to Jack? I guess, like, her unfinished business was, like, settled back in, like, the giant cave or something. And, um... Wouldn't you like to know? No, like, I... But a big part (laughs) of me, like, shade towards the show is, like, we can't bring Jack back because her outfit was already used by Guinevere last season. 
people would get confused. I hate I hated that 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 costume choice, but thinking about this, like that there's a there there's a thing in magical shows where everything is like the beautiful magical key. This is what we're looking for. Just <laughs> once I'd like to see like a really shitty set of keys with like a little keychain like in like those cheap ass like beads that say like this is the key it's all grimy and ugly but no this one's a beautiful blue <laughs> key and I, I don't know like I, I completely agree with with Brittany I was waiting for the time when Snow White comes out and be like you can't touch my man like that yeah, what the hell <laughs> breaks the champagne bottle and starts using it for different means but like no like this this was this was funny I loved this part of the episode and Cruella's so smart. She's like, I-, I knew it. I knew it all along. I just wanted to play along. I love her. She wanted to get some, and she got some. I mean, I can't argue with her methods either. Oh, she's oh into role-playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine if this was on HBO, guys. Ah, Getting a little freaky. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was really great. I love seeing David in awkward situations like that. He's funny. I so th- let's... K- oh, wait, go ahead. No. I, I was just going to say, I just thought James was going to show up right there, but he didn't. So that was a little disappointing. Now that would have been interesting. Three, Moving so- on. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Moving on to the other side of Underbrook. At the mansion, they enter the mansion. We have uh, Liam being the hero again. He's like, oh, you know, there must be a protection spell. So let me put the key inside. You know, I'll sacrifice myself since I've been here the longest. And uh, and Hook is like, oh, that's my brother. And so they they put the key in. It opens up. Everyone's in the mansion. Emma and Regina ask Henry to stay in the foyer. You know, he's like, you know, do not go anywhere. You know, you are the lookout. And all this kind of good stuff. But he doesn't stay there. And he goes and starts looking for if anyone the has seen The Walking Dead, stay in the room, Carl! And Carl fucking goes and goes, Oh, yeah! <laughs> fucking Henry! Aw. Poor Henry. Unaware to everyone, Liam has found the book. And he's, you know flips through it and he rips the pages out that Hades asked him to. So everyone else, you know, learns that the book has been found. They learn Liam had found the book, but everyone is shocked that Hades' story is missing from the book. And, you know, they ask Liam, you know, was did it look like it was tampered and all this kind of stuff? And Liam is like, you know what? If maybe the book the the pages fell out and so they need to look and continue looking through the mansion maybe they can find the pages he goes outside and he ends up tossing the pages into the well that's right outside of the mansion emma finds him and she suspects that he's lying and hook arrives and emma's like you know i think your brother did something and he's like look at his hands you know look at his hands and liam's like okay i'll i'll show you my hands but then hook is like no you don't need to show me your hands you know you're my brother and i love you and i believe you and how could you say this emma and um 
you know, basically, Hook tells Emma to back off, and he's like, maybe, you know, I should stay down here in the underworld, you know, after we defeat Hades. And so Emma storms off, and then Hook notices that Liam did have the pages, you know, his hands have ink on it, and then, out of nowhere, <laughs> Captain Silver arrives with his crew members, and he's like, we're gonna make y'all pay! <laughs> and, uh, he kidnaps them and he reveals to hook the truth about liam selling their souls to hades so the crew takes the brothers to the um what they called the boiling sea you know where we've seen before where people can either get sucked down into uh hell or sucked up into heaven and uh captain silver is making them walk the plank and uh, Hades appears out of nowhere and sends Silver flying into the boiling sea. And uh, he... Uh, the burning sea, which we should call it. And um, he's happy that Liam carried out his deal. He's still furious with Hook. And so he, he was gonna, going to let them go. But then all of a sudden, Liam attacks Hades and Hades blasts him over into the flames and uh hook grabs liam's arm to save him but liam ends up making the ultimate sacrifice by killing himself sort of apologizing for what he's done in order to make things right but it turns out that liam's unfinished business was to help the crew move on to a better place and to make peace with killian so he sort of emerges from the uh, burning sea on a ship all cleaned up and spiffy ready to uh, head on to his own version of paradise hades is furious that more souls have moved on he's like you will pay for this and liam and the crew sail away on a little tugboat and Liam tells Hook he owes Emma his apology. So that was basically sort of like the ending of Liam Stupid. on the show. What do we think of this? I know Priscilla has a lot of words to say right now. <laughs> I'll let the words come out. Yes. And uh, so, one, okay, so you're starting, the first thing, one of the first things Emma told you when she met you was, I have this ability to tell if someone's lying or not. And she tells you that your brother, who you haven't seen in years, and who fa mysteriously found the book, may be hiding something. She's not even saying that he has, like, that he did it for nefarious means or being completely mean about it. All she says is, he, he has the pages. I know it. And he just jumps up and says, uh-uh, this, is, this isn't about you. This is about us. Like, I'm going to stay in hell here with my brother. Like, oh, God, this was so petty. And I wanted to throw him in, like, the burning river at this point. I'm like, you know what? You just, you just lost all spec points that I had for you. And that deal that Hades made was that I won't spill the beans to Hook. And that deal was completely ruined once Long John Silver came in and, and with the crew and was and did that. So I'm like, that was the worst deal that you've ever made. If you knew that your other that the other part of the crew were in hell with you, <clears throat> which you should have known since they they come to your establishment, your bar all the time, why would you make that deal? This is stupid. And 
the whole time when he's when he's like clinging to the cliff and is just kind of like, brother, I'm sorry. I totally wanted a, a, a whole Mufasa Simba moment where he's like, long live the king. Bye. And just like tosses him down into the wildebeest. Fuck this. So, no, I didn't get that. Instead, I get a whole bunch of dudes getting on a boat going to he- their version of heaven, which is more dudes on a boat, I guess. We want you as a new recruit. Or maybe not. <laughs> Any other thoughts on Liam's farewell voyage? Well, I think... Uh, oh, go, go ahead, Ash. No, no, I'm going to talk about before Liam's voyage. So you go. Oh, I was just going to say... I, I guess I already touched on that earlier where I said his uh, his ending and stuff was really like, what? Like, you get to, you get to sail off in the sunset... You know, what? You know, I really don't feel like he got redemption for the things he did. Um, so I'm just kind of like, okay, bye. Like, it, I, I, I think he was more of a plot device for, um, for Killian than, like, a solo character himself for me to like. So that's just kind of, like, why I'm able to just kind of toss him and kind of forget about him. You know, until they, unless they bring him up again. But, um, like, Priscilla, I was pretty mad at, at, um... At, at Hook being able to not choose his brother over his, uh, his you know, girlfriend or anything, but he should know better. He, he, I mean, he knows Emma, and I think he was the first one to fall in love with her, and for, um, for good reasons, too. And I'm really surprised that when it came down to his brother and Emma being concerned, because you, you can tell if someone just wants to be petty and get between you and your brother, or if someone's genuinely concerned for you. You know, I think you could tell that, and Hook was, like, blinded, like, it was insane. It, it felt more like he was, like, under some kind of spell that his brother could do no wrong. So I was really upset about that. I was like, man, and I don't care about the people that say blood is thicker than water. I think that's full of shit, to be honest. And that's, probably, that's pretty dark of me, isn't it? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is a family show, and I'm saying blood is not thicker than water. I'm just saying I'm close to some to friends more than I am with some people of my family, uh, extended family, <clears throat> not immediate family. Let me clarify. So, you know, he, he hasn't seen his brother in years, and he's been with Emma for a couple years. So I don't know, just blah, 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 blah. Hook, blah. but I'm glad they wrapped it up, and we're not having any more angst, and that he realized, you know, um, that he is worthy. And uh, I can talk from experience that I, I've been with people or I've known people that feel like they're not good enough for someone. And it's not because someone told them. It's just they get it in their mind and they do push you away when they want to they want to be with you. But they don't feel like they're worthy because they don't work at a nice place or they didn't get an education or whatever. And they just push you away. It's really disheartening. And I was really sad that Hook felt that way and that his brother didn't feed him you know lies like oh well yeah you're not good enough he did it the other way around with uh, emma but i'm glad hook was able to be like you know what fuck it like let's be together and that is what makes me like shift this couple i like it when you defy the odds i don't care about we're destined to be together uh, destined to be together i like the more of we're not supposed to be but we are i like that like uh, if you guys understand what i'm saying I like the nice ass shot they had of Hook where, like, he's like, no, and he dives in and, like, he all used yeah, to that was nice too. butt. I was like, okay. Oh, okay. Serious ass. question. 
Do you like Hook with his like sexy jacket or a sexy trench coat? Jacket. The jacket. The, the jacket lets you see the butt. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Damn, you guys make a good point there. Because I was going to say, I love I love the trench coat because it's all sexy. He's walking. You know, like, if you're looking at him, like, not from behind. But if you are looking at him from behind, yeah. All right. What? I also feel bad because the actor has said before that that, that coat is about 50 pounds. So, I, I, hey, if man, he's, he's building muscle. I mean, come on. Like. Which I can't Buff see because it's underneath that fucking coat. Like, <laughs> give but me come the up, life buff, jacket. Buff Captain Hook. I mean, not buff. Maybe like nice and lean. Mm, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. But I, you better I, just. <laughs> I, which we forgot to mention that line where he's just kind of like he. They knocked the handsome out of me, and she's like, "No, nobody can do that." Then like. <laughs> Yeah, you really did. They knocked the handsome out of you, but Emma made you better. It's okay. Now now I have something pretty to look at on the screen, because Robin was not cutting it, and Charming wasn't getting enough screen time. Now I've got two pr pretty people to look at. Yay! <laughs> it's true. If I had to rank them, it'd be Hook, and then it would be, uh, it would be Charming, and then, God, there's no one else. Archie? Long John Silver. Archie? Oh, I was glad you were Archie. <laughs> you said Archie. <laughs> no, I was saying, oh, you don't remember Archie? The, 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 the cricket. You want to bang your cricket? Well, he hasn't wow. been around. Where do you think he hasn't <laughs> no. been? In Snow White's bosom? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's true. And then number four would be Grumpy. Terrifying. And then, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, number four is Grumpy? Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Ash, share with us your thoughts. My favorite quote came from the scene right before Liam's passing, where don't argue with your mother or your mother. Like, um, every time that they address that Henry has two mothers just so casually is just so amazing. It's very progressive thinking. Yes. Yes. I want to be in lesbians with Regina and Emma too. <laughs> Hashtag. Can we give Henry three mothers? Swan Queen. I'll be the third mother. Or I can be like the hot aunt. Like I can do that. Oh, that rhymes. That's nice. The hot aunt. Mm-hmm. Girl, I've thought about this. <laughs> We've made plans. It'll happen. Hashtag hot aunt. Because we all know Zelina is not the hot aunt. Not when she's green. But she... Mm, Rebecca Mater is... Mm, mm. Oh, yeah. She's, it's just that most of the time she's green. And I'm just like, why? I don't want to think about, like, a piece of artichoke is sexy. That's, that's not good. <laughs> just think of a cucumber. Dude, I, I hate you. We're talking about. <laughs> we're mm -hmm. not talking about dicks here. What? It might make it more appetizing. <laughs> you don't need it. No. <laughs> I mean, I can't complain. Mm. That. <laughs> oh my god. If we're being, if we're being honest. Katie, where are you? <laughs> Katie, save us. Yeah, can I just say I did laugh a little bit when Henry came in the store and he's like, Moms, 
And I was just laughing because I don't know it was funny. It's adorable. It is. It is how far I've come, dude. I I absolutely. It's weird how I love Regina more than Emma. It's weird, but it's true. Maybe that's why this this episode wasn't like a plus. It was good, but not enough Regina. But even when we did get her, her advice was really sweet. Yeah. So, any final thoughts on Liam's passing? Fuck Liam. Hashtag fuck Liam. Bye, Felicia. Like, literally, because I'll do that. Mm. Okay, Ashley can fuck Liam. And me and Priscilla will fuck Liam. What? Same time? <laughs> on that note, Henry <laughs> has found the quill. <laughs> In the mansion, it was like in the most obvious place because it was like shining bright like a diamond. And so he found it, he touched it, it stopped shining, he found the ink, it was all fantastic. And uh, later on that night, we've got Henry acting all emo, and David decides to go up and have little grandpa to grandson advice session and he's like you know something's going on you can always tell me and this that or the other and so henry comes clean and he's like you know what the quill the ink and this that the other and blah 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 but he's like you know i wanted to use the quill in a positive way and and this that or the other and so once everyone finds out he's like you know what here's what i'm gonna do i was planning on doing this but Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to rewrite the missing Haiti story that Liam ripped out. And uh, elsewhere in the underworld, in Hades' lair, he's uh, picking up the, the pages that were ripped out by Liam. And uh, in those pages, gasp, it reveals a secret connection between Hades and Granny. No, between Hades and Zelina. And he is happy that their secret is safe for now. Dun, 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 dun. Once you go green, you never go back. Once you go, Once you green, go green, you, you always mean. go mean. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go, yes. <laughs> so... You're right. That whole, like, um, who's going to be Persephone? It was Zelina. I love being right about stuff. Props to you. Well, for you, Glen Coco. He cheated. Thank you. I saw oh him. my. <laughs> On you? Every day. No, let me stop. Wow. I don't, I don't know. Like, I loved the fact that we got, like, angsty teen Henry because I don't know watching someone that's like completely like a good person all the time is boring mm -hmm. I'm glad he got a chance to have his own little storyline I'm glad that, that that Charming did something <laughs> Grandpa Charming yeah Charming well, he did a lot this episode. He got fondled. He gave grandfatherly advice. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was a good day for Charming. Yeah. Grandpa Charming. The only oh, kind of grandpa, grandpa I'll ask. Ah. Ah. Go sit on more, than, <laughs> more than Granddaddy Oliver? 
Oosh, nope. Nobody beats that. I don't know, maybe Grandpa Rumple as well. Well, Grandpa Charming has two arms. That's true. But I mean, all I need is one. He only needs one. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Oh, okay. That's why she likes Hook. All you need is one. There you go. Yep. But what about Grandpa Rumple? Eh, he can go fuck type. himself. Bye. Yeah, Where the fuck was he this whole episode? I mean, do you really care? Hanging out with Robin Hood. Do you really care? Do you really wonder where he is? If only to find out if he was shoved into, like, the boiling pit of despair or whatever the fuck it's called. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, overall, like, we, we got Charming and we got Henry and Henry was not as annoying as as Walking Dead's Carl for the first couple Carl. of Carl. Carl? Carl. Carl. Yeah, that that is uh, 100% true. Dear God, I never wanted to kill a child until that guy. Were you hoping Henry got shot like a deer? No, Henry never bothered me. He's never been... He never pissed me off like I would think a child would. Honestly, all his purpose was just to bring Emma and to... For us to know something was wrong with Regina, and then to break the spell. Dude, if you watch first season, though, it's like it's like that whole Tumblr meme where it's like, Henry, no! Henry, yes! Oh, God! Like, that yeah. shit Maybe does. I don't remember, but he, but even when I saw it the first time around, I don't... I was never annoyed by him. Yeah, I was never annoyed by Henry as much as I was by Carl on The yeah, Walking Carl? Dead. Like, Carl... I haven't started... I did not start liking Carl... Until, like, maybe halfway through season four. I think yeah. I started to like Carl once he was shot in the eye. You know? Like, no, I liked Carl like before then. Like, when he went to get the beans or the pudding, whatever the hell that was. The pudding. I, oh, the pudding. Yeah, when he was sitting on the rooftop eating, like, yeah. three It was around that time that I pudding. started liking At least Carl, Carl. looks kind of like the, his same age. Henry shot up so much, like... He's taller than Emma is. Like he, he that yeah. is not like some twelve year old or eleven year old or whatever the hell age he is. Like, no, damn. I know. Guy hit yeah. puberty hard. Yeah, and you know he, his character never. It doesn't really annoy me. Like I think he's pretty mature for his age. And honestly, if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't be where they are now. Like he he started it. So I thought that was pretty cool. I like I like him a lot. And Carl has developed quite nicely. He's. He was a little bitch, but he's growing up. Okay, I thought you were... I'm glad you didn't go the other way. <laughs> but I thought that conversation was gonna go no with he grew up quite nicely. Oh, no. And Carl's learning to survive in the apocalypse, and he's... I thought you were having a Hercules moment. Oh, no. Oh, oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. We're gonna pretend that didn't happen. You guys didn't hear that. But yeah, so... I think uh, Henry's hey, on the right we, track. We confirmed the actor is like way of age, like he's past college and everything already. So that but is okay. How, he's, you. how he's old older is older than me? He's how older is, than I am? How old is Snow's actress then? The the younger one, Bailey Madison. Yeah, she, she just graduated high school. She's either sixteen yeah. or eighteen. Oh my! Well, you anyhow, know, any. <laughs> you know men play like a lot like like they have old they have older people for younger roles and for girls it's yeah. the exact opposite they have younger people for older roles so eh, except for Annie Van this out and say they're both of age and they're both beautiful to look at except for any vampire like show ever 
Everybody's fucking old. Just saying. And everybody is fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good grief. So, any final thoughts on the episode as a whole? We got our first Captain Swine kiss of the half season. Yes. 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 That was marvelous. It was. No, that wasn't a kiss. That was like full on tongue Asian. That's that what we're going to see out. later in the bedroom kind of kiss. They haven't slept together, have they? There's a meeting in their bedroom. Please don't sleep together because then, like. They'll get pregnant and you don't know, like, a hell baby? You don't know, they like, need to bang in a crypt. No, but, no well, I'm just saying, not, they in the, not in the underworld, but, you know, up there. Oh, know. I don't want them to have a kid. I just want them to bang because I don't think they ever have <laughs> <laughs> Getting down. They, they've had plenty of Netflix no chill. Oh my Dude. god, it's like that Tumblr account that is has Captain Swan bang jet and just everyday posts no, no, <laughs> no. Dude, that's really... Wow, I never noticed that. Damn. Regina has had a lot of action. Yeah, Regina. No. And for had people who say yeah. like that, they, that they're never going to show. Well, they ne they didn't show Regina and and Robin, but you knew it happened. And they didn't show Robin, Charmings, but you knew it happened. And the Charmings too. So give me some subterfuge. Yeah, why why are like they waiting so long to give us some of that? Like, come on! I think I we've earned it. I understand why they haven't gotten around to that part yet. Like for explain it to us. Emma and Killian have never really been like that's never been like as important to them as just being close to someone and being able to be open with them. Like for them, consummating that relationship wasn't as important as being able to open up to each other and build up their relationship so strongly and so deeply with communication alone. Someone told me they might have already had sex. It's just never like outright mentioned in the in the thing. But like they kind of act like they already do. I mean, there was a six weeks that we didn't know anything, and that's where fan fiction is amazing. But so you're reading Once Upon a Time Erotica? Yes. No, but I am a huge <laughs> fan of Hearts and Monsters and An Awfully Big Adventure, which is the prequel to Hearts and Monsters, and I highly recommend it. It is amazing and. I wish that I could give her my life because she has turned fanfiction into an entirely different experience for me and I'm in love and I want to have a sexual one and what a sexual one no actually it's just it's just really good writing like I, I oh, have okay. the same one too it's by Will of the Wisp yeah yes like, yes on fanfiction.net it shout out to Will of the Wisp yes like you're writing if if God has sent you to it's, us. It's better than once upon a time writing sometimes. Yes. <laughs> you have a beautiful writing style and you just tell Hook's story so beautifully and you you make my week so happy. Like, oh I, lord, Ash is about to cry. Brittany, hand her some tissues. No. <laughs> <laughs> cry. Cry it all out. Well, I'm I'm, wait I, <laughs> I'm just waiting for my my Captain Swan bang man. Like, I I I want it. I really do. I I feel like yeah, they they built up the relationship, but that's also another level of intimacy that I want to see because the sexual tension is there, the love is there, the companionship is there. They have like all the elements you need to like have one of the most epic like love scenes. Even though I don't think they really do those, but. I would like to see something. Feel the love tonight. Mm -mm. 
like yeah. every, Disney, every Disney movie, like the animated movies, get the ah, like yeah, I mean, like, fucking shit. Once upon a time is not Disney; it is ABC, which is yeah. an affiliate. Like, come on, give us some shit. We're not gonna get some HBO or Stars type shit, but give us something. Yeah, like just something really lovely. It doesn't. I mean, I want something sexy, but I don't know if we'd get like CW standards, but. Um, I would love- Well, no, no one's gonna get banged out the window. Oh, oh, that's unfortunate. But- Shout out to Rain. (laughs) Shout out to Rain, guys. Go ahead and check that out. Or that gif out. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) I would love- I would really love that for them. Like, I think that's what we're- Well, I mean, I'm not gonna say we're missing, because no, you don't need that in a relationship. But I do think that the fans have earned it like shit we've been waiting they've been they are like they've been hinting that this is true love that 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 they are true love so why haven't they done something about it sorry a little aggressive there peer pressure but i just think it would be really nice for us a little little something maybe at the end of the season i don't know and no i don't want a captain swan baby that's not why god not yet not yet uh, maybe series finale, but not even a season finale. For the love of God, I don't... If they have another baby, they need to do, like, a five-year time Yeah, jump. because, look, they have another baby right now I keep forgetting about because they never bring him. Like, what's the point of having a kid if you're not even... I don't like babies in any storyline ever. Like, I don't, I don't, like, unless it's the series finale and it's something beautiful and we know eventually they have kids. Like, that's great, but not during the... During where they have to like face all these monsters and obstacles and stuff, like no thanks, man. So yeah, they need to do at some point. Desperate Housewives did, I, I believe it was maybe it was at a five or seven year time jump. At some point, like maybe it was around season five or six of the series. They're gonna have to do that at some point with Henry because once he starts like growing facial hair, they can't have him as like teenage Henry anymore. That's true. They need to do soap opera stuff. I've seen like where the kid is like eight. And then, like, yeah, soap opera rapid aging syndrome. S O R A S. Yeah, exactly. Look, and you know what? I even want before a baby a wedding. Imagine an Mm -hmm. epic Captain Swan wedding. Like, are you kidding me? Bring back all of our favorite characters. Calling it next season. Yeah, okay. See? See, and I don't don't think we need that stuff, but I do want that. I would really, I would even love them to live together already. Like, you know, like, I want to grow with them. Uh, as a like a relationship and we have been they just haven't been able to be together without something fucking it up too much angst need to lower the angst a little even a regina and robin thing like that that even that would be nice so those are my predictions or my wishes and i'm not looking forward to um to more angst i hope there isn't any white i feel like our reunion was pretty good unless haiti's gonna be a little bitch and I do want to probably, and I do want to know what those rivers are for, or like the all the those lost, not the lost souls ones, but all those things around him. I want to know where that's leading yeah, up to. One of the, the pages, picture. yeah. One of the pages wasn't just like the the like wicked hell. It was the five rivers, so that has to do with the storyline, and I want to know. Yeah, I, I've I've been pointing that out since the first episode where we saw them, so. Mm-hmm. It, and the pages were in the river. The well led to the river. So if they don't do anything with it, if it's just kind of like something mysterious, that's like something that's going to be extremely disappointing to me. Yep. Show me the river. Yep, I agree. 
So let's get into the MVP of the episode, the most valuable player, the character that stood out to you the most, and why. Of course, the rule is you cannot name a character that has already been named, but you can give it a shout-out if someone took your answer. You haven't gone last, though, I've noticed. I did uh, the first time. Mm -hmm. Technically, I had said that Katie was going to go last, but I went last. And last week it was Katie that went last. I haven't decided who's going to go last this time. Bum, 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 bum. I know, it's frightening. It's a frightening uh, prospect. But we'll start off with someone who I don't believe has gone first yet. Or maybe she has. I have to start writing this down. Ash. Yes! Yes! Hook! Hook! Okay, I guess she's never gone first because she's very excited. <laughs> And why? Because he accepted that his childhood hero, that his brother, was not the perfect person that he was, and he still loved him, and he moved on from it. That he wasn't so swept up with him, having lied to him all those years, that he just let him go, and he was very grown up about it. And, um... That he addressed his own out of characterness with the diving into the darkness when he became a dark one, comparing to what Emma did with waiting several weeks and doing it out of love. That he addressed it and he realized that he did something wrong and that he needs to earn that forgiveness again. But first, he needed to believe in himself and he finally believed that he could be forgiven and now he's going to work towards being forgiven. All right now. Ash, sounds like Ash had notes and stuff. She was ready to go. I do. I have a little notepad that I keep when I watch the episode. <laughs> Aw. Brittany has notes too, and so does Priscilla, right? Oh, no, I go off the cuff. I just I just say what I want to say. And let the words fall <laughs> Oh, my God. But Brittany has notes, right? Yeah. I love it. In my mind, she has, like, circles and highlighted stuff, and she's writing in the margins. I love it. Yes. <laughs> I noticed you. No, let me stop. Me <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go next, and I'm gonna give my MVP to dun -dun -dun -dun, Henry. I believe he earned it this episode. I love that he had his own little side adventure, and love his interaction with Corella. I, I think they work really well together. And, of course, it was great to see the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice yet again. That was awesome. And I just like that he had his own moment to shine. He's really struggling with uh, all these heroes around him. And, like, he really wants to be the hero. He wants to be the hero. He wants to be more than just a side player. So I like that he's sort of stepping up and uh, taking destiny into his own hands and uh, I, I feel like his little emo moment was justified but then sort of like his moment of like putting everything out on uh, the table all the cards out on the table worked really well too and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with henry as this second half of the season progresses so next up priscilla Okay, so we obviously know that my answer isn't going to be Liam, but um, 
<laughs> Shocker! Oh, you, that means Brittany has him as an option. So, the person that I choose is Cruella. Just because, oh, like, every time I see her, it's like a joy to see whether she be like driving super fucking fast and, t- and telling truths to Henry, kind of like bolstering him up, not wanting to be in the forest, popping champagne and cuddling up to Charming and knowing all along that it is Charming, spouting some truths about uh, James. Like she's- She also did a costume change, which was fantastic. Yeah, you can... Because it was the same day. You can tell... When the the costume designers like a character and like enjoy them because they do a lot more with them, like we saw, we've seen Regina's like amazing outfits, and Cruella's like faring just as well, having amazing like outfit choices. Considering she has to be like spindly as hell and wear fur most of the time, like so good on them. I love you. Good job, Cruella. And last but not least, Brittany. All right, I have to say my MVP is uh, Emma. I uh, I think uh, she had a really great presence in this episode, even though it wasn't about her per se. It was definitely the brother, uh, the brother Jones. But I think sometimes we kind of forget that, aside from being the savior and having white magic and all that stuff, she has like natural instincts too, um, which is uh, she can tell when people are lying. She is like the person you want to trust and have around you. Um, to figure out stuff like that and she could tell right off the bat that something was wrong with Liam and I like that she she wasn't afraid to point it out like yes you know her boyfriend's brother is like on a pedestal but he needs to know and she's concerned and she loves him and she's just genuine like that and she wasn't even a bitch about it either she just confronted him maturely and was like hey you know you you don't have to be like this I but I know what you're doing I know you're lying you know like that I just admire Emma so much for that. So, she is my MVP. I approve of everyone's choices. I love that none of us had conflicting, because I didn't want to choose anybody you guys chose. Well. (laughs) So, there. Alright, so Katie might not be here to spill the tea, but I have a feeling someone else will help us get a little spoilery. That rhymed. I approve. Yeah, Priscilla? What (laughs) is up with you and the story brook, story hook, story nooks? Like, all all this rhyming. Dr. Seuss over here. I am Poppy Goose. What? (laughs) I, I, okay. Well, guys. Uh, yes, yes. Save All us. Right, please, please. Okay, I just want to say I am no Katie, guys. This is my first time doing Once Upon a Time spoilers. I'm pretty bad. I didn't know where to go, but I had some help, so I hope you guys enjoy what I have for you. So You found the book? Yes, I found the book. And I had my own Henry to help me. I'm just kidding. But it's time to get a little spoilery. What? It's time to do some spoilers from upcoming episodes of Once Upon a Time. This is an official spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Also, check out our official our, our official Facebook like page by visiting facebook.com slash storybook weekly mirror. Alright guys, so for ratings Storybrook. Did I say storybook? <laughs> yes. Facebook.com slash storybrook weekly mirror. Alright, so for this ratings is what guys, all that rhyming gets you. I know, way. see this is what this jerk does. <laughs> Hashtag FML. Senpai is mean. Um I noticed you. You're still Jesus mean. Jesus Christ. 
Okay, so ratings, guys. Um, for episode 15, uh, it fell to a 1.0 rating with 3.4 million viewers, which unfortunately is a, is a new series low. So, I mean, I, it's not too bad. It's, once it upon feels time like renewed. everything in TV dropped last week. Yeah, I, honestly, I think that's what it was. And it was spring break, if I'm not mistaken. And it was Easter. And it was Easter. Yeah, I think it... Because it was Easter. Just, oh. Yeah, you know what? So people, probably, people probably recorded it. People probably downloaded it. I'm not saying we are okay with that, but people got to do what they got to do. And don't worry, guys. We're renewed. Like, this, this show's on a roll. So we're fine. Don't worry about it. We're good. Um, there was also a quote from David Anders, who I'm pretty sure he plays um, Dr. Whale, right? Am I Frankenstein. Yes. Which is also Frankenstein. Uh, he said, um, I'd love to be Frankenstein again. If they want to go back to the black and white world, you know what? Daddy will go to the black and white world. Oh my god! Ow, baby! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll call him Daddy. But anyway, um... Everything that I put out into the ether always comes true. So if we could go back to what I like to call black and white steampunk Transylvania land, I'm going to be so happy. Isn't that where you, you, you said that, right? You predicted that that's probably where we're going to go next season? Isn't well, I didn't say that's where we would go next season, but I, I'm predicting that we have to revisit it again. Uh, like, I'm, I would love to see this land again because I'm fascinated by the land. And I feel like there's so much potential there and we haven't been in such a long time i would love to see wonderland again but who knows if that'll yeah, happen that's a whole other story for another yeah, day that's true but wonderland is great i do recommend you guys go see it it is definitely just one season and it's all good and it doesn't feel like a cliffhanger it's fantastic go watch it um but that would be really cool if they do the black and white world but we're also guessing about the Brothers Grimm, too. So there's a lot of stuff. We still got some time to mm -hmm. do some predictions. Um, so TV Line had some inside scoop uh, scoops for, for us. A fan asked, I am a huge fan of Once Upon a Time's Peter Pan. I don't know why. But we saw... <laughs> we, oh, gosh. <laughs> we saw him in... This was not a question that, that Brittany submitted. That was not... That was, that, that was a little thing for me. That was not part of the question. He also says, We saw him in Souls of the Departed, but in what other Season 5 episodes will Peter Pan appear? And uh, they answered with saying, Robbie K will be next seen as Rumpel's father in Episode 19, which is titled Sisters. So, we have not seen the last of Peter Pan, which I was sure we haven't, but dear God, those boys' ears. I'm not a fan. And Peter Pan's a little bitch, so disagree i think i'm the one that wrote in for that because i fucking love peter pan he you know he's fun he's fun but god that little kid like he's a little bitch dad like he's an adult shit and it's amazing yeah yeah, it is. yeah it's but amazing. that's why i like to watch him though like i i'm calling him a little bitch but like i like him really great villain um for once upon a time so i'm gonna I, I'm, I'm excited for that um also uh Spoiler TV provided us with some behind-the-scenes photos for the upcoming two-hour season finale. Now, I know I can't show you the pictures, but um, pretty much what, what I've seen, uh, the pictures include Regina and Emma, Henry, and Violet, his uh, previous love interest, which never really ended, and we never really got, like, 
it never came into like anything really so you know there they have like couple question mark are they together but they seem to be in a lot of photos together so they they are filming together um i actually liked violet i did not mind her i thought she was really cute and innocent and i think uh he would, she would be perfect for henry's first girlfriend or if anything um what about bobby and uh bobby was there of course which i had no idea <laughs> is what they call uh robert carlisle as a nickname bobby i Please, I will never call him that. So I'm going to go with Rumple. And uh, others include Charming, Hook, Snow, and Zelina were also there. And uh, if you guys want to check out these photos, uh, there's really nothing spoilery, just who's there. But there's no other details, nothing else that stands out. But if you want to see the pictures, go ahead to SpoilerTV.com and search for Once Upon a Time. And it should be the latest news on there. Um, so finally... Uh, just to give you guys a little heads up, I do have the synopsis for the next for next week's episode. The episode is called Our Decay, and this is a synopsis. Emma Snow, David, Regina, Robin, Henry, and Hook continue to search for a way to free everyone from the underworld. At the mercy of Hades, Gold creates a portal to Storybrooke, which transports Belle, Zelina, and Baby Hood to the underworld. While Zelina and Regina get into a sibling squabble, Bella is reunited with Rumpel only to, only to learn some tremendously shocking news that will change her life forever. Meanwhile, Snow and David hopelessly attempt to send a message from the underworld to their son, Neil. In flashbacks, Hades learns about Zelina's very special spell and pays her a visit in Oz with the intention of striking an alliance, but finds himself with more than just a partner in crime. And this episode of Once Upon a Time will, will air on April 3rd on a Sunday. And that's it for spoilers, so... I was about oh to God. say, what, like, like, are you bringing babies to hell now? Yeah, like, what the fuck is that? Pregnant <laughs> women and babies to hell? Come on, invite them all. This is why I don't like baby storylines. Like, what, 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 what? Literally, <laughs> W-T... W, W-T, 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 W-U-T, what? <laughs> How are they supposed to like? W T Y. Oh my god. W U T, damn it. Okay. How are they supposed to send a message to baby Neil? Like, he's... how old is he? That's why is did they do? How many of He's like two old? months old. <laughs> they're gonna send the message to the blocks, no, the building block things. They, they get babyhood to come, and they're just kind of like, God damn it, we have a son. We completely forgot about him. Someone send a message to the babysitter. Granny, where's the baby? Now, Granny's been the only parent around here. I do say so myself. Back in Storybrooke, taking care of everyone's kids, like a daycare. She's a real MVP. I should have chosen her for MVP. Aw, shout out to Granny. I love Granny. The, the, also the mentor for, uh, for, what was it, for Snow, for teaching her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nobody remembers that? Okay. Back to you, Poppy. Okay. <laughs> On that note, join us next time for a brand new installment of Storybook Weekly Mirror. Visit the Poppy Chula Radio archives to download this episode and many more. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can download tonight's broadcast through iTunes. Just search for Storybook Weekly Mirror 
and subscribe. Please like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Storybrook Weekly Mirror. You can also like Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Poppy Chulo Radio. Email us via contact at poppychuloradio.com with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chulo Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychuloradio.com. Co-hosts, please wish the listeners a good night. Good night, guys. Good night, Storybook friends. Good night, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific for a brand new installment of Storybook Weekly Mirror. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>